You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel as written to us by Luke. And Jesus said to his disciples, To you who hear me, I am saying, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. To the person who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other as well. And from the person who takes your cloak, do not withhold even your tunic. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from the one who takes what is yours, do not even demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you just love those who love you, what's so great about that? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that? Even sinners do the same. If you lend money to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners and get back the same amount. But I say, love your enemies and do good to them and lend, expecting nothing back. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High. For God is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. So you must be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. Stop judging, and you will not be judged. Stop condemning, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and gifts will be given to you. In good measure, packed together, shaken down, overflowing into your lap. For the measure with which you measure out will be measured back to you. This is good news from the Lord. So, how many of us live this? Raise your hands. (laughs) It's a commandment that none of us can live up to. But why does Jesus give it to us? He must be operating in a completely different worldview. And he's trying to break down this tit-for-tat, quid pro quo world that all of us live in. You give me that, I'll give you back. He's saying, well, let's start at the very end. He's saying, 
what Eastern religions call karma, what goes around comes around. He's saying you're in charge. God isn't rewarding and punishing. You are your own reward and you are your own punishment. Give and gifts will be given to you. Forgive and you will be forgiven. So you start the whole outflow. You are in control. You're deciding who you are. And he's saying selfish people really can only receive selfishness in return. That's what they're comfortable with. What goes around comes around. <laughs> Loving people know how to receive love and give it. It goes both ways. It's almost too natural for us to get the point. Now the, the summary statement is about two-thirds through the text where he says, if you do this, you will be children of the Most High. For he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. So you must be merciful just as your Father is merciful. You must stop judging and you will not be judged. But here's the problem. The image of God that most of us, obviously I don't know each of your stories, but I've been a priest 49 years and I know what most people think of God is toxic. It isn't that he's merciful. He's an eternal torturer. If you don't like him, come on, you know you were taught that. And you know down in the pit of your brain you still believe that. Why would you love or trust such a God? He tells us through Jesus that we should love our enemies, but then we were made to believe that God doesn't. God hates his enemies for all eternity. That's called hell. And who of you weren't taught that, in directly or indirectly? It was a strict reward-punishment system. Jesus told us to forgive 70 times 7. But you know what? God doesn't. <laughs> I mean, if we're to believe what a lot of you believe about hell. In fact, not only does God not forgive 70 times 7, if you eat meat on Friday, in the old days anyway, you could be condemned to hell forever. That's why, that's why this church is only half full. And that's good compared to most churches. Because the whole message to most people, at least at an unconscious level, didn't make any sense. God was not compassionate. God was not merciful. God was not forgiving. So we didn't have the model that started the whole flow. It all depends upon God being merciful, God being forgiving, and God being compassionate. If we're drawing from an infinite source of love and mercy, then we allow that to flow into us. And it flows through. What goes around comes around. But if God himself, herself, itself, if the God self is eternally pissed off at bad people, well, you know, it's hard for us not to be the same way. And let's be honest, 
Most of the Christian religion is highly judgmental. But you were taught to be, not directly, but indirectly. Because God wasn't the great lover, God was the great judge. The end of time was not a, a giant wedding banquet, as Jesus said. It was a courtroom scene. And it was a courtroom scene in which most were judged inadequate. And so the young millennial generation, I don't know how many of them we see here today, usually not many, they just reject the whole thing. Because they believe we created, and we did, a largely exclusionary religion. Who is not worthy? Who does not belong? Does, are we presuming we are worthy? Please, those of you who are worthy, raise your hands. Or stand up. Come on, come on, I want to see the worthy people in the room. Don't you see it's a waste of time? You're not worthy, I'm not worthy. Worthiness isn't the issue. Infinite love is the only issue. And we've got to find a way to get that flowing. And if that isn't flowing in you and out of you, I think we might as well throw the Christian religion out the door. It's not doing the world a bit of good. We've seen it in this last election that Christians really aren't much different than anybody else. In fact, a lot of the time, they're a lot worse. So why should your children and your grandchildren be here? Well, I'd love them to be here. But they've given up on us. They've given up on God, sad to say. And they're going to have to find this mercy when they need it, and they will, in probably a roundabout way, when they can't get through another day without it. Now, a lot of you have been there already, where you can't get through another day without it, without forgiveness, without compassion, without love. That's what we're about. That's our business. We're the love business. But up to now, it seems to me, and I don't think it's anybody's fault, it's just the only way most of us could read reality was a reward-punishment game. Sort of like a game at the stadium. And we termed all of life in terms of winners and looners, win winners and losers. Men, our government seems to operate that way. It's all about winning. It's not about truth. It's certainly not about love. It's sort of enjoying creating outsiders, presuming we have a right to be here. We don't have any rights. It's all a gift. It's all a gift. It's all a gift. And people who know they've been given to, just let it flow through them to everybody else. And these people, you, I hope, are the hope of the world.